0: This isn't just any race, you know, like the other races that I've done have been really hard and winning them has been really cool. And they're all experiences, but there's something about this race that had a lot more significance to me.
1: Welcome to Detours, the podcast that takes you on extraordinary adventures in the world of ultra cycling and bikepacking races. I'm
0: Mel. And I'm Cynthia. We are both racers driven by our love for two wheels, and we are so glad that you have joined us for the ride. Both of us have ridden thousands of miles around the world, challenging ourselves to reach new limits. From remote corners of the globe to the adventures tackled in our own backyards, we'll bring you the stories from inside and out of the ultra peloton, featuring racers, directors, and community members.
1: This show is more than just a collection of stories of triumph and victory. It's about celebrating the journey and the detours along the way.
0: Our mission is simple, we hope by sharing stories about this wild side of cycling. will encourage more folks to get on their bikes and go out for a ride.
1: Whether you're an aspiring racer, a seasoned rider, or simply a curious soul eager to be captivated by tales from the trail, this podcast is for you. <laughs> so I can't say bu- bon dia because you're not in Catalonia anymore
0: no so I'm in southern Spain yeah in southern Spain they don't speak Catalan I think there's like some contention against the the Catalan versus non-Catalan but you can still say Bon Dia so Bon Dia and to you Bon nit because what is it
1: 11.06 <laughs> <laughs> p.m. I'm a well, I mean, I was saying to Jake, my partner, before he went to bed, I was like, I'm going to have to tell Cynthia that I'm having the same hallucinations she would have when she's riding overnight <laughs> because, because my bedtime is like 9 p.m. and mm. the lights are out by 9.30. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you you just, what, didn't sleep for two days. So I can yeah. stay up like three hours past my bedtime.
0: <laughs> oh, thank you for staying up. I got up early. So we're both making some compromises to catch up. We got to catch yeah, up because
1: we got to give the people the goods because, oh, my God. I mean, anybody who's been on the Internet in the last three days or if they follow me or they follow the channel, I'm like shouting from the rooftops that you just won <laughs> Badlands, which I, were, you, were you vocal about going going into that race, wanting to win?
0: Um, Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. I guess maybe, you know, uh, I've definitely had a goal of going back and doing better. And I've talked about that, but I don't know if i mm-hmm. I did post on Instagram saying, I think that I wanted to better myself and better my plate Anyway. Yeah. Yes. You
1: said actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. You you said you came second last year to Lale. and then mm-hmm. you were hoping to do one spot better, which there's really only one spot after two.
0: Mm-hmm. Only one and spot. And you did it. I did it! <laughs> I can't believe it. How are it's you?
1: Crazy. <laughs> so, how are you feeling? You've had, I guess, two nights of rest now.
0: Yeah, I right? have slept. Yeah, I've slept twice, and I, I took a nap once. Actually, I've taken a couple naps, so that's good. Um, I feel pretty good. Uh, I'm still a little bit swollen. That's usually happens after yeah. races. Thankfully, no major numbness in my hands, but you know, my feet are a little numb. Um, but all in all, I'm feeling great. I'm happy. I mean, I came here. And did what I set out to do. It's been a year of waiting for another try. <laughs> so, but you did it. And okay,
1: I mean, someone asked this um, when I posted the question on stories, but did mo-
0: for the most part, did things go to plan? Uh, <laughs> I had a lot of mishaps. <laughs> um, I had many mishaps. And part of the goals I set out for the race were to have little stop time. And most of my Mm -hmm. stop time actually didn't have anything to do with resupply, which is crazy. Like, it had to do with dealing with mishaps that happened. Um, So the race Badlands is 750 kilometers, and it took Mm -hmm. me 45 and a half hours, I think. Um I just
1: want to tell everybody listening that I said to Cynthia on our first episode, you're gonna take like 48 hours, right? And you're like, no, 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 no. I wish. Yes, this year it was a little bit less of a technical course, but like you blew 48 out of the water.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was quite fast. Um, it was a true race, <laughs> which we we definitely get into because like this was the first time I've really been racing against another competitor for the whole time, which was super mm-hmm. awesome. I mean, I loved it. Um but I forget what we were talking about. I've got race brain. Uh, uh. your your
1: stop your stop time.
0: You oh, want yeah, to keep my, your my stop mishaps. time as low
1: as possible and you yeah. mishaps,
0: yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I had multiple mishaps. Um actually the first twenty K was amazing. I got to ride with Yana, who's um she got third in the race and we've raced together at memory mm-hmm. bike. And I just love being friends with all the women who race. It's just like such a special thing. So So we spent the first 20K racing together and it was awesome. Just chatting. It was super calm and chill. And um, after, you know, maybe 20K, we did the first big climb. I was Mm -hmm. like, wow, my bike kind of feels funny. And then I looked down and I like kind of did a little jumpy thing after I'd gone down a descent and I, my tire was like pretty low, like almost flat, but not quite flat. I was like, oh, dang it. I got to stop. Put some air in. And I I I pulled over on the side. I'm putting air in, and there's no mm-hmm. puncture. I don't hear any ps- noise or at all. And I'm like, maybe I burped the tire. And I'm I'm pretty sure that's mm-hmm. what happened. I, I think I remember going down a descent and like hitting something and hearing like ping. You know the sound of like that mm. might be happening. And so I put a bunch of air in the tire, probably not enough, but I pumped for a while and I got passed by I don't know, a couple people. Again, mm-hmm. 20K into the race. So I was like, oh, this is frustrating. <laughs> at the time, I thought that Yana and I were in first, but actually, we were in third and fourth at the time, which is crazy. I,
1: I remember <laughs> dot watching because I was like, okay, Cynthia's probably like, for context for anybody who didn't watch the race unfold, I believe it was Lynn Bazette. Sorry if yeah, I said Yeah, Lynn her Bissette, name wrong. who's She's... like
0: a retired pro racer from a while back, lives in yeah. north in, um, the Northeast in the US. Um, yeah
1: yeah and she's she's Canadian she went to the Olympics she raced Pan Am Games she crazy. raced uh I want to say worlds but I don't know I lo- I did look at her pro cycling stats
0: I, I didn't know this but we briefly talking. talked uh on one of the social rides and she told me she used to do oh. some adventure racing and you know what she said this scared me <laughs> she said something like um well I knew that she was strong i, I that's like obvious yeah. uh but yeah. she said something like you know, you've done, um, or she said, I've done some adventure racing and, uh, mm-hmm. it taught me how not to sleep. And I was like, Oh no, that's my only skill. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Oh, that, that was the thing that I thought I had on everybody. Damn it.
1: <laughs> You're being a bit too modest. You can do many other things. Okay. Okay. But this is the thing I feel sleep, like makes a to- difference. Totally. Totally. Yeah. It, it, it is a difference maker. And I mean, like looking at your stop time, I think it would like I I don't like follow my challenge. It was very hard to go back and look at the time, but I think mm-hmm. I want to say it was in the neighborhood of like less than two hours.
0: Total. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, event, follow my challenge. If you stop for like five minutes or less, it doesn't it doesn't include it. And I did a lot mm-hmm. of like really short stopping because of like little things I needed mm-hmm. to fix something. I had to deal with this whatever. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: um yeah, we're in third and fourth. Yana and I together, and I I'm riding. And then my, my tire is low again. And I'm like, what the heck? I'm actually at this point getting quite nervous, but holding it together mm-hmm. thinking, Oh, my rim tape, maybe I, I accidentally, um, Oh no. you know, like, uh, I, I, like, what do you do? You, once you ruin the rim tape, it's like, I guess you could put gaff tape in there, but of course I did not bring that. I forgot it. I didn't have any tape oh. with me uh, this time. I completely <sighs> forgot one of the things I forgot. And so I, put more air in it and I put a bunch more and I was like please just hold and then I didn't have Mm -hmm. to mess with it again for the rest of the race I'm sure it was probably Mm -hmm. too low and I probably did the race on a too low front tire uh but whatever (laughs) you know uh there were worse things that could happen and worse things did happen so I kept kept riding (laughs) and eventually I passed Yana and I I don't know I think maybe that was like (sighs) right around the time that I saw Genevieve, who's another... Oh, actually, we were in 4th and 5th. Genevieve was in... She was ahead of us. Um, people really? went out pretty fast. And I was like, I yeah, did that last yeah. year. I made that mistake. I'm not doing it again this year. I'm going my pace. Mm-hmm. Um, And and a lot of people who were racing at the front had, or in general in the race had not done an ultra yet. So I was mm-hmm. like, I, I know mm-hmm. the game better. Okay. So mm-hmm. I come across... Oh, it, it rains, by the way. Crazy rain in the Yeah, desert. the
1: weather's a whole other thing we're gonna get into for sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Um so the next mishap is I finally catch Kara Dixon, who is from North Yorkshire in the UK, mm-hmm. and I am in Garafi, uh the town mm-hmm. of Garafi, before we enter the mm-hmm. desert loop. And I'm quick in my stops. And I get there and she's filling up her camelback with water. Mm-hmm. And um I think I got there after her and left at the same time as her. So we basically go up the climb from the town of Garafi, which is steep and very challenging. And we're going so fast. We're racing it. I was like, oh, God, this might be a bad idea. So we go up the climb pretty fast.
1: How far in are you at that point? Oh, 120
0: K. I don't know. It's like.
1: Yeah. So you're not you're still not very far at this point. You're like, maybe.
0: Yeah. Um, Not
1: even a quarter of the way there.
0: No, we have not gotten a quarter of the way there yet. It's like noon, maybe, maybe 1 p.m. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then we're racing basically against each other at this point. And I didn't know who was in front of me. I wasn't checking the dot watcher, So I thought, well, maybe she's at the front. One of the racers had mentioned, oh, you're in second. And then I caught Kara. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then, so mm-hmm. I thought maybe that was, then we were going, we were like competing for first. Little did I know Lynn was actually still ahead of us. Um, and,
1: but what are you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say Lynn was
0: like flying. Lynn was like, so fast. until,
1: until to the, I the say...
0: observatory. Yeah. Where she slept. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Which I have stuff to say about that too. Um, <laughs> just sleeping at the observatory. The, um, we're racing. And we go up a little bit of a climb, and then we start to descend, and we're going the same speed. And I was like, "Oh no, she's really good at going downhill too." <laughs> I was like, "That's the other <laughs> thing that I have. Damn it!" <laughs> I was like, "All oh my, all the things that are like my, my, like you know, what I yeah, would say." Yeah, you got
1: your like little cards in your pocket for yeah. You, I was like, like "Damn, she has
0: the same cards as I do. Shit." <laughs> <laughs> um, she's gonna have uh, what is it called? I don't know. Twenty one, whatever. Twenty one cards. I don't know. I'm not a card player. But oh, uh, blackjack. Yeah, like she's gonna poker. have a full hand. Like she's, yes. She's, yeah, she's got the full hand. I was like, shit. Um, so we're we're <laughs> going and we're riding together. At one point, we go up another hill and she actually slows down a little bit, and I was like, oh. mm-hmm. you know, I'm just going the same pace. Uh, actually she she went ahead of me and then she slowed down and then she was behind me and i Mm -hmm. i don't know if maybe she had gone too hard when we went up that climb up graffi, because we were going really hard probably too hard uh so i was in front of her and we're going down like this like kind of up down descent section and there's these concrete sections when it's really steep in spain that have slats in them they're like um to keep they're like water breaks and um Mm -hmm when you see those, my friend Chris Hall, before I even had ridden much in Spain, he said something like that last year before Badlands. He's like, oh, you know, it's going to be steep when you see those concrete, uh, you know, hills with the slats in them. And yeah, when you see those, you're like, damn it, it's going to be a steep one. Or if you're going downhill, yeah. it's steep. So we were going downhill, super steep. Whoa. And it was it had just finished raining. It was muddy on mm-hmm. the course. And I was about to get off of this concrete section and get on to some dirt. And there was a pothole right at the end on my side. And (sighs) Kara was right behind me. So I I couldn't move over to the right. And so I was looking at it thinking, I can't hit it at the speed I'm going. If I hit this pothole, it's going to ruin my bike. But Mm -hmm. I'm going too fast right now to feel comfortable to bunny hop over it. So I tried to slow Mm -hmm. down a little bit. And when I when I braked, my front wheel just slipped out because of the mud. And thank God Carol was far enough back. Cause I I like slid. I guess I don't know if I slid over to her side where she was. I, I don't know what was happening behind me because I was obviously mm-hmm. looking forward.
1: you folks focused ahead of you, yeah.
0: And I slide like literally, I didn't have time to do anything. I didn't even take my hands off the handlebars. I just literally like front wheel slipped out, and my whole left side, I just slid. Yeah. Um, and I think I actually most of the slid on dirt and not on the concrete, which is good. I ripped my jersey mm-hmm. a little bit, but like my bibs were fine. Um, I have landed on my... Of you- yeah
1: very like like there was photos very early on in the day of like you covered your left in side mud covered in, yeah. in mud. Yeah. but but, there, but but there were there wasn't like any visible like blood or yeah like, yeah totally or anything like that so I, I was don't like, really okay, have very much like actually
0: a... I ripped one of, I have a mole on my back and it ripped the mole and that is the most painful thing right now still like of everything because wow. it's like a, it's a mole It like the head of it ripped off um from sliding oh. yeah it was, it's very painful um but other than that, I just have bruises and some scrapes, but nothing major bloody. My hip is disgusting and brown, um, purple. Oh. But yeah. Okay. So mishap number two, where I, <laughs> and immediately I was like, before I've done a lot of like thinking about like how to keep calm when mm-hmm. shit hits the fan. I was like, that's, mm-hmm. if you can do that in that's a super race. Super
1: important.
0: Yeah. it's Yeah. So and of course i had a journal run so i get up immediately i don't even yeah. think about my body i'm just evaluating what's in front of me my bike the top two bag popped open so i was like trying to collect mm-hmm. my items my like spare battery my external batteries are like covered in mud uh mm-hmm. a lot of my tums were in a bag and they just like were everywhere i actually picked some of them up and just ate them <laughs> I was like, well, I guess I'm going to eat these. (laughs) Um, They were covered in mud. And then, you know, of course, it's like crunchy. You're like, my poor teeth. Uh. So I get back on the bike and well, thankfully, actually, well, Kara stopped. Wonderful. Stopped to see if I was okay. Very nice person. Um, And I was like, yeah, 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 I'm totally fine. Um, So we get back on the, we get back and start riding again. And I felt actually fine, which I guess adrenaline and Kara was like, yeah. Are you feeling okay? And I said, Yeah, actually, I feel all right. She's like, because I was going faster, I guess. She was like, you got some adrenaline going, but I felt good, and then I never felt bad. Actually, like for the next, I honestly didn't think about the crash for the rest of the race. Like, I didn't have pain Mm -hmm. from it. Um, so wild, crazy. I don't know. The body is a wild thing.
1: It is a wild thing, and also like when you're doing something of that magnitude, like I don't think you you can dwell on it, you know, if mm-hmm, you have the mm-hmm. goals that you do, like if you get, Absolutely. if you start ruminating on it and you're like, Oh my God, I just crashed. And you, and you start to think about what it, what it's doing to your body. Like you, you just instantly spiral. So I think that like, you just have to let it roll off your back and
0: <laughs> literally you know, yeah. hope
1: that it was nothing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that was mishap number two. Uh, and then the third mishap was I, and this is like, I don't know, 170 K into the race. Like I'm like early into the race with all of this crap happening. And I was like, I knew this was going to happen. I just knew I have had a lot of clean runs recently and I knew something bad uh-huh. was going to happen. Although I've probably crashed in three of the five ultras I've done in last year, but that's because I'm just riding too hard on descents. But anyway, yeah. Um. so I was actually, this is, this is like not far after I got the first flat. I forgot about this um my saddlebag was swinging a bunch and unfortunately i looked back and my the like closure system that the straps used to hold on to the rails of my seat post mm-hmm. the attachment to the actual bag from the straps it had ripped off and so <sighs> there was no um it wasn't it was not like keeping it tight And in hindsight, I probably could have tightened it. Yeah, it wasn't sitting up like close to the saddle. So there was a lot of swing, which was so annoying. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I was I've actually experienced this with a bag once before. And so the last time I used zip ties. And so I I thankfully pack zip ties. I pull out my zip ties and I am connecting a bunch because I don't have one long enough to go all the way around the saddlebag and the rails. And Mm -hmm. I, I, I tighten it and it's not perfect. It swings a yeah. bunch and it makes such a loud noise. But I was like, I'm racing. I'll figure it out later. You know, I can't stop this yeah. early in the race. Like maybe when I stop at a resupply, I'll spend five minutes messing with it. So I'm racing for like ever at this point, And the bag is driving everybody insane. Like I was racing with Kara for a while and I was like, I'm sorry for the sound. She said something like, I'm going to mm. hear this in the middle of the night later and be like, what is that sound? You know, like she's like, I'm going to hear this in my nightmares or something, you know? <laughs> I was like, I'm going to hear it in my, my, my nightmares, which are right now. Um, So yeah. eventually I gave up. I was so infuriated, like, I don't know how many more K into the race, that I finally yeah. stopped and like took some stuff out of the bag, like the heavy stuff. Like I had gels and like food that was heavy. And I yeah. left the, the clothes that I probably wouldn't use, like my spare bibs and spare socks and knee warmers and arm warmers and my down jacket in the bag and i f- was able to use the like closure part where like the the bag closes to wrap it around the sea post rails so i found a way to make it better and actually then the sea post bag never moved it stopped making noises oh.
1: awesome. and uh
0: yeah so it was fine but then i was carrying a bunch of the stuff on my back in this uh spare musette bag that apidora has which is yeah. really cool um that is like the best bag ever um but it was so funny funny story later on in the evening i was going up a climb like the the climb to the observatory which is super long and yeah. i don't use my lights until like the last possible second I, especially if i'm climbing like i want to save my battery and i have good yeah. night vision Yeah, totally so i have my lights off and ha- i come across oh sorry what
1: do you have a dynamo hub
0: no uh, i was using just the uh phoenix six hm 65r light that
1: oh just a headlight nothing on your bars
0: yeah, and I don't, I, I, I can see really, I must have good night vision, because I can see pretty well. I don't have you to must. use, uh, when I'm descending, I don't have to use even the highest setting on the left side of the light. I don't use the right okay, side that... unless it's really bad. Isn't that crazy? Wow.
1: Okay, that that is crazy, because I'm like, I need 10,000 lumens. Maybe yeah, I don't need a ton much, of lumens,
0: but... which is nice yeah, for no, batteries, need... like saving battery sake. Um. <sighs> All right, But this, so the, the, the finishing of this story. Yeah. I come across a person pulled off on the side, kind of like messing with something. And then I start riding. I can't really see who they are. And I'm riding. And um, the person then comes up and is like, are you Cynthia's teammate? And I was like, no, I'm Cynthia. And I realized it was Kara, actually. Uh, and Kara oh. said something like... Um, I did. I I didn't think it was you because I didn't hear the terrible saddle <laughs> saddlebag <laughs> swing noise. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I had to stop and I had to spend some time fixing it. I couldn't. It was driving me nuts. So, yeah, yeah those were my you major mishaps. <laughs>
1: You know what, probably could have saved you in the scenario with the seat pack is I always take voile straps with me, like the ski straps, the big long yeah.
0: ones. You know, I never can figure them out. Like the way that the hook works, mm. I, I fight with it every time. And so, yeah, I actually That's recently fair. gave somebody one because their water bottle kept popping out. And um, I never got the strap back after the race. Uh, but whatever, it's fine. I just need, you yeah. know, I, I need to have another strap in a race scenario, like a Velcro strap or something.
1: Um, Yeah, just something easy that, like, oh yeah, I spend way too long fiddling with those. I normally put them on the wrong way, but yeah, exactly. They seem they seem seem to work, but
0: yeah. Mm -hmm. All in all, though, all those mishaps, I was still able to just push through, and you know, like, I'm, I, I'm kind of impressed with myself that. I didn't let it phase me but I was just on such a mission you know like I didn't care I was like well I guess I have to fix this okay we're we're going now you know like I had terrible saddle sores by the end and I was really struggling um Mm -hmm. and like yeah it hurt to pee a couple times like I I didn't I only peed three times during the whole race because like once I peed then I couldn't I know, but when I peed, then I couldn't sit on my saddle for, like, ever after. It was, this time I actually had to use ibuprofen to help with the swelling a couple times. Yeah, it was bad. Just so much salt, and then it rained, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 and being in wet bibs
0: is the worst thing Terrible, but I did change, like, 24, 20 hours into the race, I changed into clean bibs, so. Yeah,
1: so that at least probably made things a little
0: bit better. Yeah, totally. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Okay. So you got the observatory. What kilometer marker is that at?
0: Oh God. Uh, I can't remember.
1: Well, okay. So you got to the observatory. That was when the last major mishap was and was it pretty much smooth sailing after that? Or I mean, as smooth sailing as it can be after all of that.
0: Yeah. Pretty. Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, like, um, I don't think I had anything. The observatory is at 300 K. Okay. So,
1: so
0: Yeah, and at that point halfway. Yeah, and you know, I had been riding that was a fun climb. I'd ride ridden with Kara for a while and then at the, like, Kara kinda of dropped back and then I was kind of riding near the men's pair who ended up winning winning, Sam and Jesse or Jane mm-hmm. Jesse. Um for a while and then I was by myself for a long time after that and I had to sleep uh one time for like I don't know. 10 minutes or something because I was falling asleep on this long descent and I was worried like I, yeah, I had opened you my want... jacket up I was like trying everything to keep myself awake but I not even normal gossip the podcast that we both love could keep me awake at that point so
1: how much but it helped me on the climb did you listen to
0: like four episodes it was good oh it's so good
1: it's mm-hmm. so good it makes me giggle when I'm on the bike and like it <laughs> so just kind of takes you out of your your misery for a second um, did you see Kara again after after that? Um, because uh, dot watching it was like oh my gosh. I, I wanna say so. like a hunter stalking its prey. Like
0: Yeah, I oh know you're right. After I left, uh after the observatory, I guess, yeah. So I I was leaving. Okay, so then yeah, also for those listening that didn't dot watch, Lynn stopped at the top of the observatory which is 300 300k 300 which is high mm-hmm. it's up high it's like i want to say the elevation of it is it's like
1: what 1500 meters or higher
0: it's 2047 oh. meters It's be cold 2147 so yeah exactly cold last year i tried to sleep like kind of close to the top and i think i did sleep for a little bit but I was like, this was a bad decision. Like, it's cold up here. And Lynn had slept, tried to sleep up there. Also, Kara said that she slept as well. And I was thinking, like, yeah, it's probably too cold. Um, it's too cold to mm-hmm. sleep up there. And I wasn't tired. I wasn't going to sleep. Um, but Kara stopped. And then I want to say until, yeah, I never saw Kara until later at the finish. But the whole time wow. she was breathing down my neck. The whole time and
1: did you did you know that she was as close as she was I think she was like pretty much 8k to 6k apart the, the entire way
0: yeah so Kara actually rode faster than I did um yeah she just had a little bit more stop that. time so uh yeah because she went out super hard with the front group and I just rode my own pace but yeah I didn't stop as many times as um as she did I guess so uh yeah i i knew that she was behind me i kept, you know dot watcher or whatever and you know dot watcher's never quite right like mm-hmm. it's kind of right but not um yeah so i yeah i um i i, I rode really hard because i knew that she was close <laughs>
1: Oh, that's so funny. I mean, it made for great entertainment. Obviously, I was rooting for you, but I was incredibly stressed. I just kept being like, Kara, slow down just a little bit. <laughs> I was hoping the was same like- thing. <laughs> but I mean, the fact that she was as close as she was definitely rose the level of both of your racing, right? Absolutely.
0: Like you. Yeah, I've not been in a scenario really at this point while racing where I've actually been actively racing the whole time until the finish mm-hmm. and there's the body is insane and you can really continue to push yourself I mm-hmm. I don't look at numbers while I'm riding but I know that I was riding hard because I was I would like be riding with some men and then I would get I would start to feel good and I'd be yeah. like oh Kara's gonna come I gotta keep going you know I would go up and down <laughs> but I would start yeah. riding hard and then I would just drop the guys that I was with um, I think Jesse Yates said something like,
1: yeah, he
0: put up an Instagram post said, spent half the race trying to catch Watt Wagon and the other half trying to hold her off. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, you know, when you're racing with people, you're back and forth. But yeah, like I, I definitely rode way faster than I would have if I didn't have that, you know. Yeah.
1: Well, the pressure chased. is like, Yeah. Oh my gosh. I was so st- I think the point where I was like I was messaging with your teammate Rachel mm, and mm-hmm. uh, and you her, uh crew <laughs> yeah, you had just stopped in Almeria for your mm, famous my BK. Burger King stop. Yep. <laughs> and she she was like Cynthia had no idea that Kara was that close behind her. And I was like, "What?"
0: Oh my god. I had no idea. I thought that well cuz she maybe I had checked earlier and she had Mm -hmm. been stopped at the observatory for much longer so I was like but Mm -hmm. I had also I had had to have I had to stop a couple times too um and I think that time added up but um yeah Kara was literally not stopping in the towns she was just filling up water she had brought enough food and she didn't really need to stop very often so like even though my stop time was less than hers it was only because Mm -hmm. I didn't sleep as much as she did
1: Crazy, that is yeah. so crazy, mm-hmm. um okay, one question from our avid listeners. We need the full breakdown of the Burger King order
0: <laughs> the Burger King, so last year, I didn't know that there was a Burger King in Almeria, which is the town, basically like the last big town before you start the finish part of the race, and mm-hmm. I was sad I didn't know, and last year, I stopped at like I don't know a bar, it was early, the sun was rising. I- it was a sad stop, and I also just didn't know how to race ultras. Now I do. So I knew that this Burger King was there. I had already planned it. I was gonna go there, and um, I walk in, and I I'm like slipping to get in. This you know the tile is slippery. Yeah. I'm a a shambles and a hot mess. Thank God they have the like order, like touch screen, oh, so you don't have to talk to anybody. Yeah, like the, the <laughs> I was the, like the... I don't want to try and do Spanish with the situation. <laughs> So thankfully you can you can choose English. I have also I have previously ordered uh Burger King during a race and knew that they had an English option on the menu. So uh so I'm using English option and I'm looking through the things and I remembered that they had these like fake chicken looking things mm-hmm. that were really good. So I got one Whopper to save for later and two of the they're quote unquote long chicken sandwiches <laughs> they're just like you know veggie pat i don't know what they are but, they're freaking delicious but though they,
1: but why so long good
0: chicken like was it like a i don't they're long they're like they're like um a foot well maybe not a foot yeah they're like a foot long they're pretty long oh my god they're, they're like the length of a hot dog they're so good See, so oh my like, god,
1: a long I like oh my god i'm gonna have to go make a little edit uh of you eating your long chicken and
0: Oh my god, I don't know. the long chicken
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: It was so good though Like when I, when I was sitting there Also I had a non-alcoholic I felt hilarious I was eating a non-alcoholic beer So I was eating I was. I mean I was drinking a fake beer And I was eating a fake chicken sandwich Fake <laughs> I was like this is fake, hilarious fake, fake. Um, fake, I'm all fake But uh, it was oh, God, it was so good And um, I Saved a long chicken sandwich and a Whopper for later. So I don't know. I think I spent like 25 euros mm-hmm. and they didn't have water in their like what drink machine. So then I had, yeah, I know I was really annoyed and the ice that coming out of it was slow. So I, I found a like little place next door, grabbed some water and then set off. So it, all in all, it wasn't that long of a stop. I don't know, maybe like 20 minutes.
1: It didn't seem that um, long. It felt like I looked at the map and all of a sudden you're moving again. And I knew you were at Burger King.
0: <laughs> bk have it your way what
1: wagon having it your way. i was so clever i made it a comment on your instagram and i was like Wop i laughed wagon, so hard when you commented like, this wap wagon <laughs> wap wagon
0: <laughs> that shouldn't be the name of the episode
1: wap wagon um okay so
0: wap wagon takes on
1: badlands <laughs> oh i love it um and other than the bk um folks were curious like what did you eat what did you bring with you um before the race mm-hmm. started and then what did your race supplies look like
0: so this year i brought more food than i did last year and also i've learned i use gels now i i actually hilariously hated gels in in road racing and when i was a crit racer and even when i did gravel i never really used gels but now i i carry 20 gels with me yeah and i end up not using some of them but basically The gels just really help when you really don't want to eat something. You just take the gel. It's amazing. So I carried a bunch of gels. I also carry my favorite method of like actual food Mm -hmm. is croissants. And in in Spain, you can buy seven days and anywhere in Europe. Yeah, the seven days or like basically the same thing. They come in individual bags um, and they have air in them. So what I do is I smush the, the croissants. Oh, or just like literally like smush the croissant. Like I just hit it really hard, smush the croissant and I'll smush a bunch of them and put them in a bag and then put those in my saddle bag. So I had eight croissants in like a very small square meter space or whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I ate a bunch of croissants and, um, I don't know, I would pick up like random baked items like muffins Mm -hmm. or, you know, bars when you're stopping along route, you can find things like that in bars, um, also ice cream. So I would buy three ice creams. I would eat one while leaving the resupply. And then I don't know, 30 or 45 minutes later, I would eat another one. It would be melted. And I would basically just be like, um, you know, feeding it through, like sucking it out of the plastic. Um, like if you can get ones that are like cookie based, that's usually the best. Um, and then what else did I eat? A lot of gummies I brought. Um, they have more calories, so right, like I right. just ice cream and chocolate is not a ton of calories. and it's weight it's like yeah doesn't hold it as much. So like if you get like a a cookie sandwich, yeah, smart. then the I think the cookie absorbs some of the dairy also. Like it
1: yeah, it yeah.
0: saturates it, I don't know. More calories. Um and gummies, lots of gummies. Honestly, that's about it. I I I did not eat that much this time. Whoa. Com- actually I mean, I ate, I ate, I just...
1: Well, 20 gels is a lot, because there's, what, thats a lot. like, 100 ca- I mean, it's still not enough, but it is a lot. Plus, like, the Burger King would be mm-hmm. a good amount of calories. The mm-hmm. croissants, like...
0: it. The croissants, it, muffins. It's just
1: impossible to eat, like, actually enough. But as long as you were, mm-hmm. like, consistently eating, then you're yeah. gonna be okay.
0: Yeah, honestly, um gels crazy but they really do it yeah
1: I'm a- they really do it for you
0: uh I, I had a gel I don't know 20k from the finish I went to take one little bit of it I took the, the first little like I have to take it in sections I can't yeah. take the whole gel because it always makes it's too much in my mouth makes me want to throw up so I put a little in my mouth and immediately just gagged and projectile vomited well I had stopped on the side because I I was like I, I wasn't feeling good anyway and then I stopped and I was actually on the phone <laughs> and and at the exact time that I stopped with whatsapp it goes beep beep when the service drops and so I had told the person I was like hold on I gotta I gotta take this gel and uh it went beep beep and then as I I took the gel immediately oh. projectile vomited everywhere I was like I'm really glad that my friend who I'm on the phone with is not listening to me throw up right now <laughs> Because <laughs> it was just, it was so bad and like my abs were doing the thing where like you know they're like convulsing a little bit like you can't you're like Ugh, uh, you know like oh Ugh, it was awful but I had to get to the finish you so like literally I waited I breathe, I was like doing zen breathing and I got back on and I actually ended up catching another guy and passed yes, another guy did. before I finished you
1: did I was watching I was you like, climb up the ranks hell, and I kept being yes. like she's gonna crack the top 10 because you were 11th for like a lot of the second day and i was like i bet when watt wagon goes night mode she's gonna get at least <sighs> two people and then you did you got three it's crazy
0: how i got three it's, i was only 10 minutes from the men's pair also i think or the next guy no i was only 10 minutes from the next guy ahead of me which was like damn i wish i had the top 10 was was so close
1: and I'm sure like I kind of dropped off of because I was obsessively on the computer watching and then I kind of dropped off after the top 10 um yeah it was crazy crazy to watch okay so that was your food are you gonna do a food diary like you normally do
0: yeah it's not as interesting this time unfortunately because I didn't really I didn't take any photos during the race like one time, maybe I took a photo. Mm. And um, I, maybe I took like two photos, because I was so focused on racing. Uh, so I didn't take as many. But yeah, I'll probably still do a food blog post because people are curious about it. So. Yeah.
1: And do you use that also to reflect on like what worked well or what didn't? Or is it just just good content? Yeah,
0: totally. Yeah. After I finish a race, um, I usually sit down when I'm at the airport or whatever. hmm. And I write down what went well in the race and what didn't. And before each race, I go back and read each post race report Mm -hmm. as a reminder. Uh, Or like when I'm getting when I'm like doing things at home, getting ready for the race, I'm like, okay, what was it that I needed to change? How many did I need of these gels? Did I bring too many last time? Stuff like that. Yeah.
1: And drink wise, what did you? I mean, other than your non alcoholic beer, what did? Were there any drinks that you had along the way? And how much water were you able to carry? Yeah. So.
0: Um, I didn't actually need as much water. Well, every once in a while I would get low on water, but it wasn't as hot the first day. Mm -hmm. So that was huge. But I drank a lot of Cokes and Aquarius, which is kind of like Gatorade. It's delicious. Yeah. It's just nice because like it's got electrolytes in it and whatever. Um, and it's got sugar, Mm -hmm. but it also is something I haven't really had before, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. It's like that, oh, this is a new flavor taste or whatever. Yeah, it's a
1: novelty. And so. you're like, oh, I never have this, so I'm just going to have lots of it.
0: Yeah. So I had a lot of Aquarius. And I also, I tried a new drink mix recently mm-hmm. um, from Ministry of Nutrition. They're out of Germany. And they have this, like, really tasty, sour cherry. Oh, yum. Endurance carbohydrate drink mm-hmm. that I had at the start. And it was... It didn't upset my stomach, and I had brought some Tailwind, which I normally drink mm-hmm. um, to like drink to have during the race. And I had maybe like a fourth of a bottle, and immediately started feeling sick. And I was like, "Yep, looks like I'm never using Tailwind again because Dang. I just it like upset." And I had carried like you know more of that drink mix in my bag, and eventually I just threw it away. I was like, "I'm not gonna use this." Yeah, and <laughs> I dumped the bottle out. <laughs>
1: Well, if it's not working, you, there's no sense in no yeah. no sense in trying to stomach it because if you make yourself sick, just ugh.
0: yeah, it's ugh. a fine line. And what was your
1: carry capacity for your water?
0: Ah, uh, I think three liters or three and a half liters. I had three bottles and a one and a half liter in my frame bag. Mm-hmm.
1: And would you have done the same if it was like the traditional really hot Badlands weather or? would you have tried
0: so last year um no that's the amount that i would carry like that like capacity that i could carry but i i've i've put um like like an aquarius in my uh that that drink a can of it inside my uh musette bag Mm -hmm. that i was carrying or like i put like a liter bottle in there if it was really hot and that way i had the water um so, yeah, that was it. And thankfully, I knew when those sections were coming mm-hmm. this year. But it, again, it wasn't hot until the second day. So yeah. it was like, I wasn't playing catch up ever. I was pretty hydrated, which was good.
1: That's awesome. I mean, yeah, I would probably prefer the weather that was this year's Badlands, which was a hot topic on social media. And I would imagine amongst racers too, there was a bunch of storms prior. And did that really change mm. how you approach the race? Like, given that it's normally quite hot. And it was what I mean. You were on the ground, what was kind of the sentiment on the ground, and what people were saying about the weather?
0: Everyone was freaking out about it, and I was like, I don't want to talk about it, (laughs) I'm not talking about it. We can talk about something else. I will gladly give you any other information or what, whatever. Mm -hmm. We can talk about cats, but I'm not talking about the weather, it's gonna do what's gonna do. And I brought clear lenses because it could rain and a rain jacket, and that was that, yeah. Because for me. I was riding with this guy named Josh from the UK for a bit when it started actually actively raining during the race yeah. and it was raining pretty hard. Like it was, it was at a point where like, you know, when you get hit by the rain, it kind of hurts. Oh, um, yeah. And he was like remarking about the rain. He was like, wow, it's really raining a lot. And he started getting nervous. And I was like, honestly, I didn't even notice that it was raining. Yeah. Like I was like, Oh, it's raining. But like, for me, I just am able to decide subconsciously that I don't care about something it's not going to affect me that much mm-hmm. other than ugh, maybe this part of the course is going to be a little bit muddy later and I'm gonna have to deal with that and this small tire clearance that I have or whatever yeah um but yeah for me I was definitely like the weather's going to be the weather for everybody you know yeah so yeah I mean I wasn't phased by it
1: whether you just pack you kind of have to prepare for the worst hope it doesn't get that way and like Mm -hmm. I think you said this Mm -hmm. to me why you chose headwinds over rain is that
0: Mm -hmm. you can just Mm -hmm.
1: you can't change the headwind but you can change your attitude and you can do the same thing with rain it just sucks to be wet
0: it's true yeah it just sucks to have wet feet I had trench feet for the whole race (sighs) how are your feet doing yeah it was bad they're okay now just numb but yeah they're fine they probably smell terrible sorry for the internet to hear that but
1: We're not in the. We're not in this. Your recording studio with you smelling your. Yeah,
0: I'm currently in the. I'm currently in the pantry of the house I'm staying at in Spain. Um, I brought the couch cushions in here, so it's quite cozy. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. Um,
1: Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, I admire that the mindset to just you know you want something and Mm -hmm. you're going to go after it. And a lot of people will just ruminate on these really small things, whereas like,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: they don't need to be bigger than they are, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think it's all mindset. I mean, yeah, if you just decide it's going to suck, but you're going to keep going, or you accept that it's going to be hard, mm-hmm. and that there could be sucky things mm-hmm. that happen, and you just embrace that, mm-hmm. you can go so far. That's my embrace the suck. I, steal, I stole it from this guy named Brett Gleason, who's a retired Navy SEAL. He wrote a book. Yeah. It's so good. It's called Embrace the Suck, and anybody who needs like some motivation and some help to just like mm-hmm. get their mind in the right place is a good book I also um,
1: yeah I love that embrace the suck and I think I mean something that's been a topic in the ultra and bikepacking space for a while now is that like ultra racing is not ultra suffering like it's not
0: like yes no it's not suffering I was having a fabulous time <laughs> I had the best time of my I mean like it was so hard but like yeah I wasn't suffering it's and yeah,
1: we're I think that like the power of language is so important. Like it yes, you endure hard things, but you mm-hmm. are choosing to do it and you don't have to do it. And mm-hmm. being able to see the joy and enjoy it even though it's hard. And then like when you get to the other mm-hmm. side of that hard thing, you're like, Holy shit, I mm-hmm. just did that and you feel like
0: Yeah, yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, totally. God, mindset is everything. Mm-hmm. I think a, a lot of people who I race with have come up to me and been like, I really appreciated your attitude. Like, being around you was really great because I never heard you complain or say anything negative. Mm-hmm. And it, when things were hard, you just like were like, it could be worse. Or, you know, like there's always a silver lining. You know, there's always something you can think about and be like, oh, I can listen to music in an hour. Like I told myself, twelve hours in, I would listen to music. Or, oh, I have this one thing I've been looking forward to eating: mm-hmm. the long chicken. You know, oh, so. <laughs> <laughs> so many
1: potential episode titles have just been dropped and I sprinkled in here. Oh. Um, okay, so we've covered like basically kind of your whole ride. Uh, the food, mm-hmm. the drinks, the weather. Um, one thing, one question that came up was, I mean, it got really hot on the second day, but how do you dress comfortably mm. for the heat? Because I know for a lot of people, the heat yeah. can be a huge challenge. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: But what were your kind of go-to pieces for the heat?
0: Yeah, so this time I I packed the same amount of clothes I did last year. Mm-hmm. I And I was slower and stopped more last year, so I needed more clothes this time I was like, damn, I pack way too much. I didn't need arm warmers. I didn't need knee warmers. And I did not need a down jacket. Um, But that's because I was moving the whole time, basically. So I basically just wore a jersey and bibs for the whole race. Mm -hmm. I did put a vest and rain jacket on, on the descent down, or actually, at some point on the climb up to the observatory. So like, 280 K mm-hmm. it started raining while we were climbing. So I put my rain jacket on and just wore that until for a while until the descent, like maybe 50 K. And then I took it off. And then I just wore my, my Jersey and bibs the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, God, it was hot the second day. And there were two times I was like, really, really struggling. The, mm. the climb out of Almeria right after Burger King, my feet, really hurt I had sand in my shoes from the beach section Ooh. and I was just like mad at the time I was just like mad yeah. I don't know why I was mad but I was like I, I was mad and I, I realized I was having some pain in my foot and basically mud had gotten into my cleat on the left side <sighs> um, and the mud had just hardened so my foot couldn't do with the floating right. that it needs to do right um, and my left foot floats more than my right. So basically my foot was stuck in one place and I was starting to experience a little bit of pain in my knee. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh, damn it. You know, this is not good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I had to like take some water and like, not a knife, but like I found a stick and like got all the mud out and thankfully my foot started moving, but then the rest of the race, actually, I had pain in my, in my like left knee and shin area, Mm. which was really frustrating. Um, and then, but, but I, at that point also, I took my shoes off.
1: Yeah.
0: I was like, my feet were hot and I was mad. So I just took my shoes and socks off for like 30 seconds and like, let my feet breathe and put them back on, got the sand out and I was better, but it was so hot. It was so, so hot. And, um, I was drinking a lot of water I guess with the heat, I don't know, you just suffer through it. That's a suffering time for sure. Like it is, the sun is baking on you yeah. and you're just dripping in sweat and you're like, this is pretty crappy right now. Um, and then, yeah, later in the day also there was another time where it was super hot and mm-hmm. I was on pavement for a while oh, on a steep climb, red forever on the, on the Wahoo. Oh. um,
1: yeah. Yeah, I don't really know how you stay cool, especially in a desert. <laughs> you just tough. you just do your best and I guess slow down. But you couldn't slow down because you had Kara right now. No, in your I'm mouth. just
0: pretty heat acclimated, actually. Yeah. Where I live in in Washington D.C. area, it's humid and it's hot in the summer. So like it's like I don't know, uh, eight, eight high eighties, mid nineties. A lot of times, sometimes we see it at over a hundred mm. Fahrenheit, and so like I'm used to the heat, Mm -hmm. um, by the time the Badlands comes around. So
1: right on. Oh, I'm so pumped Mm -hmm. for you. I just keep every, every five (laughs) minutes. I keep telling my partner, I'm like, Cynthia won.
0: (laughs) I can't believe it. It's just wild feelings
1: when you, like when you were riding up and when you crossed, like, yeah, just tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. The
0: finish. Um, As I was getting close to the finish, I was, like, feeling tears. Um, I, like, feel emotional thinking about it right now. Like, it's been a really hard year for me in terms of my personal life. And um, since the race that I did last year, you know, I really dove into ultra racing. And that's gone really well for me, um, which is just such a weird juxtaposition that, like, my life is slightly falling apart. And then also, bike racing is, like really working for me. Uh it's crazy that that can be the mm-hmm. case. I guess you can't have everything all happy and dandy all the time. Um but you know I set out this goal 360 days at this point ago last year that I was going to come back and I was going to win um or at least do better because I knew I could do better. Um mm-hmm. and all this uh, the culmination of all of this hard work and training and racing and traveling And just everything coming together for me to get there and be first. It's just like really emotional. Um, And then while I was feeling like I might cry at that time of just like happy emotions, I saw somebody in front of me and I was like, tears away. I got to catch somebody. Hold on. Hold that thought. (laughs) (laughs) And then I, I, as I came across the line, I was just, I, I actually did cry. I was emotional. I was just, they were like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm just, this is just. Like I'm crying tears of happiness. Like, I'm, this is a lot, you know, I, I just, this isn't just any race, you know, like the other races that I've done have been really hard and winning them has been really cool. And Mm -hmm. they're all experiences, but there's something about this race that had a lot more significance to me. Mm -hmm. It's just really significant for me. Um, and my future too, which is cool. You know, it's, it's a it's big, a big win. race to win. It's a really big
1: win. Mm-hmm. And I think from, yeah, I mean, from my perspective as someone watching and as a friend, like this was, this was your first race, like really committing to being an ultra racer. Like you went into it last year being like, I'm going to do it. And I'm going to see what happens. And you came out of it and you're like, mm-hmm. I'm an ultra racer now I learned and I'm going to go yeah. and I'm going to dive. And you did like, totally. So it's cool to see like come back. It's kinda of like a homecoming. Yeah. Of like doing the night. Yeah,
0: totally. Mm. Oh, I had a little yeah. cry right now it's wild when you, when you got emotional. Mm. <laughs> I know, I have some I have a little bit it's just it's crazy. Yeah. And also we're um we're making a little video project. Actually it's gonna be long. It'll probably be like a thirty minute um long form mm-hmm. video um with my friend Bosti. Um and it's gonna be you know not just about the race, but like yeah racing and life and friends and teammates and it's it's gonna be a cool thing. Um, so I'm excited for that to come out and yeah, everybody tuning into the podcast we'll we'll share that when it comes yeah. out you can listen to it, or you can watch it
1: yeah,
0: um on on my YouTube channel.
1: What's the timing for that um, one like? Yeah.
0: I don't know. I have to ask Bossy. <laughs> Probably, I don't know. He's better at editing than I am. I'm much faster at it. So yeah. Um, we're gonna yeah we're we're gonna hopefully get it out sooner rather than later. Um. So right on. Yeah.
1: We'll have a few final. Yeah. They're not quite this or that, but they're just like quick. Okay. Um. Okay. Okay. This one, I think I know your answer, but badlands in the rain or the heat?
0: Oh, um, actually the rain. It's fine. The only thing that I didn't like about the rain was well one it made it, I slipped and crashed. Mm-hmm. I mean, that could happen in the in the dry. Uh but the other thing was that uh the only thing that was kind of bummer about the r- the rain was that sometimes my my tire clearance was low. I was mm-hmm. using a a big tire in the front and so I had literally like no above the tire between the top of my fork was so small that anytime any um any mud got in there, it would just stick and you'd just hear Mm. forever. And so I kept having to like stop and I had a stick or whatever, you know, like it was just annoying. So that was the only part about the rain, but besides that it was fine. It was so hot here in the desert that it didn't really matter.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think I'd prefer the rain. Uh, Okay. Best thing you ate. I think I already know that one too.
0: Oh yeah. The long chicken baby.
1: (laughs) Uh
0: best song you listen to? Oh, um, that's a great question. I I have a play well, you know, I love Goth Babe. Um, but I've like kind of been goth babe out recently. Like I've listened to it too much during ultras, mm-hmm. like on repeat, you know. Um, so I actually this is hilarious. There's a song that came on one of the playlists that I listened to. It's called Sleep Deprivation. <laughs> I was like, this is great. Um, but let's see, I liked this song. Uh it's called Um Lost and Found mm-hmm. and it's by Hans William and a couple other artists. Um, but yeah, that one is a good one. I listened to that um a bunch.
1: Cool. I like it. I'm gonna go find it after this. Uh okay. Do you ever yeah. get thoughts on loop when you're racing? Like you just have like one thought or a saying that goes through your head the entire time
0: yeah like sometimes just keep swimming I just keep hearing that over and <laughs> over and too. over again That's Or like too. um actually there was a um there was a song oh what is it it's a pink song uh it was playing in my head it was like this is my shit this my shit <sighs> um hollaback girl oh my god it was hollaback girl was Stefani. playing in my mind Yes, and it was playing because, like, I kept thinking, like, this is my shit. Like, I, Uh I'm ultra racing is my shit. Uh You know, (laughs) like literally. And so the song just kept replaying in the first like six hours of the race when I was by myself. Like, I just kept hearing that song, and I was like, oh my god, this is a. I can't believe I'm. I don't even like the song that much, and I don't know why. I haven't heard it in years, but it was fitting, I guess.
1: Highest high you had?
0: Probably when I got to the top of the observatory. And one, I was like, oh, I'm already here. Last year, it took me so much longer to get up there. Mm. It was like maybe not even midnight, and last year I got up there at sunrise, so that was crazy. And then, yeah, it was wild. And also, I had I had dropped Kara. I remember at one point, thirty or forty minutes before that, and so I was feeling super great. My legs felt good, and it wasn't raining anymore. Like it was, I was feeling awesome. Um, So yeah, that would be probably the highest high. I was like yeah, this is good. I'm going, I feel great. I'm keeping going.
1: Okay. lowest low.
0: Um, I was, <laughs> I was like getting close to the last quote unquote checkpoint, which is what you see on dot watcher. There's not actually checkpoints in Badlands mm-hmm. and I hadn't, I must've not eaten enough. I thought I had, but I hadn't eaten enough at that point. Actually I'd had my second long chicken. Like I had saved it in my bag mm-hmm. and I'd eaten that, but it, I guess I, I needed to eat more. And I was on the phone with my best friend, Rachel and uh, Britley and we were like, it was like a three-way call. And I was like, guys, I think I'm going to cry. Aww. Like I knew that Kara was close to me and I was so overwhelmed by it at that point at that exact moment. I was like, I have, I feel like I'm going to cry right now. I feel like there are tears. And most of the time, you know, I'm at this point where I told you, we just had this conversation, like yeah. it's all about mindset, yeah. but you know, when, when you haven't had enough calories, mm-hmm. your emotional state can drop so mm-hmm. fast. Mm-hmm. And Rachel was like, you need to eat right now do not cry. Do not collect $5. Do not, <laughs> do not go. Pass go
1: until eat. you
0: eat. Do not pass go. You must eat. So I ate and she was like, wait five minutes. And literally five minutes later, I started feeling better and I didn't feel like I was going to cry, but I was, it was like, it was a low. I was, I was going so hard. Mm-hmm. I had been riding hard all day in hopes of sending Kara off. And I was like, she's so close to me still. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm, I'm like, how am I, I'm literally going next level hard. Mm-hmm. And I still can't, you know, I can't drop her. This is crazy. um, And so, yeah, I was in a low there, but it, it came around. I had the food and we were my, I was on the phone with my two best friends. We were talking about like, I don't know, we were talking about dogs and investing, <laughs> like investing money and like, just like really, really random <laughs> things. But it was just like, you know, that then, then that made me feel better. Just like yeah. shooting the shit with my best friends yeah. while I was racing an ultra. <laughs> no,
1: no, no. Having those moments of just like something so mundane or normal to take you out of yeah. what's going on. That's why I love normal gossip, because it mm-hmm. feels like someone's telling me a story, like someone's talking to me that mm-hmm. is just very mm-hmm. normal. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. Last question. What mm-hmm. was the weirdest thing you saw out there?
0: Oh my God. (laughs) After the observatory, I was by myself and, uh, I came into the town of Jeral and last year I came in in the morning. So stores were open and I didn't, I was like, it was the middle of the night. I was like, there's nothing going to be open. I forget where the the fountain is. What a bummer. I got to figure it out on my phone, Mm -hmm. whatever. And I, I think I, I was not on the phone yet. Like I hadn't called anybody at the, at, right after I left. I was going to call somebody mm-hmm. um, because I was in the land of service and I, I come into the town and I just see in front of the bar, the lights are on and there are two guys with just butts <laughs> facing me like they're they're butt, they're not wearing shorts and they're just standing there in cycling shoes and their asses are just <laughs> right there. And I was like, what am I seeing right now? <laughs> am I hallucinating? I was like, I have to be hallucinating. There are two naked men in front of me. <laughs> like, what am I seeing? <laughs> and I tried, I looked away. Like I was like, I was like a shy little girl. I was like, I can't look, I can't look. <laughs> and I finally realized that I was one, not hallucinating. And two, it was like a pair, you know, they were racing together and they were both like, it was funny cause it wasn't even that far into the race, but they were changing their bibs and like, they were cleaning themselves like they were using wipes and they were like sticking their legs up and everything like i was like this is too much right outside of the bar there were women and and not children but there were people in the bar like they were i was like what these guys this is too much i would never do this um maybe that's the american in me but at least like
1: try and go hide go hide behind the bar like
0: Agreed, agreed. But uh basically, yeah, I, I just like skirted around them and went in and the bar was open, which was great. So I was able to get some Aquarius and like Coke or something, but uh yeah, I actually had apple juice too. Mm-hmm. Vitamin C. Um so yeah, I could not believe I just I couldn't believe it. But you know what? It's an ultra, you gotta do what you gotta do. I mean like an hour later I basically did the same thing, but I was just kind of more in a middle of the nowhere place.
1: Yeah, that's the difference. Is you really like it's just you're doing the exact same thing. The location is just maybe seemingly more appropriate, but like if someone stumbled across <laughs> you, they'd probably have the same thought of like, why are you naked in the? Middle?
0: Why why are you naked in the middle of the? Yeah, just like and wearing shoes. <laughs> that's the part I don't... And a helmet, you know, like <laughs> hilarious. That's
1: the party. Don't get the shoes and the helmet still on. Um,
0: Too much effort to take the shoes uh, off, though.
1: I don't know any excuse to take the shoes off. Any excuse to take the shoes off. Yeah. Oh well, I know you've got a photo shoot to get to because, Rick, you're mm-hmm. up to big things, my friend. This is pretty cool.
0: Big things. Oh, thanks, mom yeah. Well, I was glad to catch up with you and chat a little bit about the race. Uh, we have been avoiding some of the texting <laughs> that we would normally do yeah. so we could have it on this conversation. I, um, I feel like the next but, time we
1: record, you'll still have like more stories that will bubble up. You'll be like, Oh my god, oh, I forgot this.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to. So I, so I shared some stories on my Instagram. The one about the uh the Whopper situation, you know, whatever, and mm-hmm. then also the naked men situation. <laughs> um, but yeah, I want to try and share stories, uh, like little blurbs, mm-hmm. this next coming week. Um, so if you are on Instagram, yeah. go follow those little things. I'll do a blog food post as well, and um, look out for Badlands video that will come out and. If you haven't seen it yet, I did make a video about what not to do at Badlands on my YouTube. Um, so Mel can link that in the show notes. Yeah,
1: loved that one. Did you and wait? um okay, last, yeah. last 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 cue, did you do anything on the what not to do this time around?
0: Oh my god, I had so many bad I yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I I have to think about what they were, but when they were happening, I was like, I told myself not to do this and I'm doing it. So uh I can't remember what they are, but Maybe I'll share them on Instagram.
1: It happens. And I love the the humility that you're like, yeah, I fully did those things. Like not even, like
0: (laughs) no shame. No shame. You can only, you can only do so many things right. Mm -hmm. You have to do some things wrong and it's going to happen. Nothing's perfect. Yes. The
1: races are so long, even though they're not like this was two days, not even two days, but that's Mm. still a lot of time. Yeah. well. Thanks for sharing. Wop wagon out. Wop wagon. <laughs> thanks for sharing your stories. I'm never gonna call you Wop Wagon ever again. You're now Wop Wagon. Changing That's your name fine. in my
0: phone. Wop wagon. <laughs> yes. Well, Wonderful.
1: Thanks for tuning in, everybody. See you next time. Bye. Adios.